Hello, and welcome to the In the House podcast. Today, we sit down with architect Jason Bear of Jenkins Design Build in V-Cave, Texas. Join us as we discuss the importance of empathy, responsibility, and passion as it relates to design and construction. Thanks for listening. What's my word? You said you had a word. Yeah, my but... daughter gave me a word. I wanted to have like do a design thing that we were talking about coming up, and I thought we could talk about a word. And I did. I was like gonna come up with some different ideas. Of, I was, had three words that I was thinking about. And then I just before I was picking you up, I said, "Hannah, give me a word." Hmm. And she just smiled and she said, "Empathy." I'm like that's oh. a pretty damn good word. Wow. Especially when it comes to design, because you kind of sometimes we forget to put ourselves in who you're designing for Do you know what i mean yeah or who you're working toward uh which there that there's some selfishness in me in those areas for sure well I'm designing. expand on that i mean what are you how are you how do you selfish well how do you put empathy in, in design i mean what are you i mean i dumb, think dumb it down for me put the, it. a real simple way that i think you start off wanting to create something that gives them joy and enlightens their life and uh, lets them take you know the context and their ideas to be able to they may have a lot of ideas but they got you got to put them together that all put that puzzle together and make it work uh, functionally and visually uh, and I think the initial intent is very you're trying to put yourself in their shoes, but you hit roadblocks or constraints or they'll want to change it and it gets off path. And <laughs> then you're like, oh no, we got to get it back over here. And sometimes either you don't have the answer or you haven't put enough work in or you want it to be what you want instead of really what they want. And you have to listen to it. Yeah, I can see that. And there's like the physical thing of like, uh, literally giving space like there's an old uh, what would that be there's a uh, I like what you're saying off of uh, Vittorio Emanuel in Rome there's a uh, an old palace Plato Massimo where the in the front so in the old days they used to make the bottom base of buildings be uh, fortified mm-hmm. so they'd literally let the materiality read as like a fortress on the bottom so they'd have uncut rock stone on the bottom very like push standoffish and this uh these patrons way back in the day i don't know i'll say it's a thousand years old we can look this up but uh they carved out a portion uh, uh from the road and covered it for uh homeless people to be able to sleep at literally in the bottom of their palace wow. so instead of having giving that space to the residents they gave off that that they gave a, a moment of reprieve so there's there's the physical giving back that you can you can you can have um but i think you're right i think listening to the client it's hard it, you, well us we're designers we yeah they it's us with it. our pen yeah. and it's us with our abilities and our vision and you have to be able to yeah hear the client out and be able to give them what what they're saying and what they need i've worked for an architect and uh okay but i think the flip side of that is i see i see what you're saying but they're also coming to you 
expertise. Yeah, they're coming to you for a reason because you're the design. That you know, I, I would say um, there are different clients come for different reasons. Uh, they just old, need they just need somebody to put their ideas on paper and get it. My old boss, uh, the or, uh, both both of them. One was very. It's just a house. This doesn't matter that much. The other one was like, no, this is this is life. Right? Well, that's so how I feel about the difference between production and custom. Production is like, this is just a house. I'm actually disappointed in production because they don't have to be what they are. Well, of course. Like, there, there's examples of being other things that are, can be just as beautiful. When you're going to the, the least common denominator, that's where, like, maybe that's a fear thing because they're trying to sell it. Well, they're trying to maximize efficiency and maximize profits. Do you know and what the problem is track is? Okay, here it is. I was talking to Ellie last night about this with graphic design. Uh, Massimo, like famous, he did all the graphics for New York subway and signage and everything, super famous. And uh, his thing was uh, design is not a style, it's a language. Yeah. Or not a, what did I say? Not a style, it's a language. Yeah, it's not trending. Design is probably timeless. I don't know if timeless is the right word. I'm not trying to say that because I think that's it's not hard. the next uh, flavor. <laughs> Sorry, it's uh, a better look. Because um, style comes and goes. Good design is a language, not a style. But meaning that a lot of times with the track homes, they want to know what's trending, what's right now, what's this or that. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's they're not looking at like what a home is. What is a home? It's right. A well, they try like, to make it flashy. Flashy. flashy yeah. Like, ooh, look at this. You know, granite countertops, or it's got this and this. It's yeah. like, you know, it's got all the the flashy things, but it may not be well built. You know, it's there's not a lot of thought that goes into it, which is, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the point. They want to take thought out of the construction process because they're trying to make it as easy possible to to build. And if they were really doing, if you if your idea is building efficiency track home, you really should. You're if there's no design. In, Involved in it. Sometimes homes get too complicated. They need to be simpler, like just done. You know what I mean? Like I love, like Icon with it's it's one wall, inside and out. I love the concrete, formed insulation in the middle. You're done. You're not painting it. You can, you can do board form. You could do slate, whatever you want to do. Right. You're but right. I like the there, there's a simplicity to that that makes it like you don't really have to worry about certain things. I agree. I, I like letting the material be what it is. Yes. Don't cover it up. Don't hide it away. You're letting the raw material show, and, and and I think there is beauty in that, and there is beauty in simplicity too. Do you think uh, we make it too hard though? Building, I think way too hard. Uh, On archaic methods, we're still doing stick frame. Archaic, in my, I know that's not archaic, but we've been doing the same thing for a long time because that's how we, we know. Yeah, oh, and it's a readily available resource. If you're not using these trees that surround us, like what else are you gonna do? And you're well, talking about materiality and, and, sorry, and that yeah. stuff. That's so like small in the and what design can afford people. Like, <clears throat> dude, I could love a good plywood house, man. Yeah, I could love something that captures views, considers the quality of light, is proportional in scale to to something that's it pulls precedence from. I can, I mean, that's 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 where the heart of design is. And yeah, oftentimes you, people get into yeah the number of fixture counts in you talked to me about this before and maybe big picture uh getting bigger 
we were looking at things like Barcelona and different areas that created areas for a community. And we've lost that. We used to have a church, a school, the houses, maybe some farm, and we knew each they knew each other. Yeah. They didn't have cars to go far places. Exactly. It's had been a vehicle that yeah. created this situation. You also used to have front porches for a reason because people walked by and said hi to them. Now you have cars to just drive by, you know. But yeah. I guess there's not a there's we don't have very good place. So it's maybe even a bigger picture than just community is more stronger than your house. Yeah. If all of us lived in a like even like a dumb thing to say. We all had a Home Depot shed. Like you got five family members, you got five of them. Yeah. <laughs> you got your bed in there, whatever. You go take shower or whatever. But if you were all individuals and lived I know I'm getting too calm muni on it. I, I agree and disagree. <coughs> Cause would you go over to one of these third world countries and live in a mud hut? Because they're all about community over there, but they ain't, you know what I mean? They don't have the luxuries that we have here. I mean, who's going to choose to to live in a, you know, in a shack? I, I get what you're saying about community, but I those think aren't you can, healthy communities either, huh? Like, <clears throat> I think you could have both. No, I, I mean, mean, the sanitary and everything else. I, I think you can have. have, you know, the 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 modern luxuries and good design and all that, and community. I don't think there's anything. The bottom. Hard, it's hard because everybody likes different things but the bottom line good design is something that gets used you know what I mean yeah there's different levels of what that could be but you could design something beautiful and nobody's using it it's worthless I guess it's sculpture do you struggle with that sculpture versus form versus form versus function packing the program into something like do i care about what my building looks like as an object at the end of the day nobody i i hate how people like to you know you try to do your design and they're like what happened to form false function if you really want me to do form false function it's going to be pretty brutal yeah <laughs> so you don't know what you're asking for right that's true yeah. <laughs> they forget what that really means yeah i love watching those youtube videos where some like 17 year old goes out in the mountains, cuts down a tree, starts building oh, his yeah, habitat. Like I just get, a, I like love that stuff. Yeah. Like I just, I'll waste six hours watching them make the whole thing. <laughs> like there's, I, that, that would, art in that, I would say is probably, building is what's lacking in my life. Physically, like building something, or physically, like painting something, talking. Like Jason, you got a Brad nailer. I don't know what know. you're talking about. I just got my dad just gave me another one. Dude, you got two of them. Both hands, get them going. I don't know what you're talking about. I made a Hannah wanted a frame for a painting, and I took like one by twos, real quick, and made it. And uh, it was, it was sad. Like I didn't do a good job. I need to do a better job. It's not even painted. It's just primed. One by two. Because <laughs> she kept wanting it. And I just did it real quick. And I should have. Crap. Like, you want craft, right? But you got it takes time. I mean, you control your time, Jason. Oh, I know. You control what art and building that you do. Like, you have hours in the day. I don't care how busy you are. That you can allocate to that. Why, why are you not doing that? Why are you not 
Like, why do we do that? Why do we not? We say that we need something. We say that we should do this thing, yet we don't go and do. Like, what's? What, why are we crippled? Right. Like, we know it. We, th- we if we took all the energy that we took in thinking towards it and just actually applied it to it. What What about us as humans? Why, why does that exist? Why is it? Is it fear? Is it? <clears throat> Sometimes it's lazy. Comfort. Yeah. True. Complacent. Free will. I agree. I think it. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're lazy. taking on a lot with your home. Well, yeah, but it's, I consider it kind of a hobby, though. Yeah. Like, it, it's not just, oh, I, I need to work on the house because it's in disrepair or I'm trying to add value to it. I mean, that's that's part of it, but it's also just something I enjoy the process of. It. Right. I like, you know, I like working. I think that's what do I was. Do you think that is. Like, I think is, that's what I was made for, was physical right. labor. And do you think that you're more, uh, I mean, you do it. Or you oversee it every day. Yeah. Where I don't oversee it every day, but I do like it. Yeah. Sometimes I want things to be perfect, and I'm not actually able to make it good, you know. I can't blame it on the tools is what I'm saying. I can blame it on me not practicing or working at it. Yeah, I mean, there's... I mean, that's part of it. Yeah, there's limitations with some of the tools and materials, but um, I don't know. I mean, what is perfection though you know i don't i don't know if perfection is is really attainable i mean we have a saying that we're not we're not trying to achieve perfection we're trying to achieve excellence explain that well i I, I mean i think as as humans are we really even physically able to achieve perfection and what's the cost of that what's the cost of perfection just me waking up baby (laughs) waking up every day day. do you see the sun shining on me (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you need some sunscreen on your on your head. There. On my head, you're gonna get burnt. But but no, I mean I think that's I, I think it's exponential. I mean when you try the closer and closer you try to get to perfect, I mean th- there is no. How do you put a number to that? Yeah, yeah that's I a mean, good question. I was watching this dumb YouTube and I can't remember things very well, but um, it was on affinity, and there's two different kinds of affinity. There's yeah. a finite affinity, which is with whole numbers. Like you can't really. It could get there, right? Right. Because it's a number. But once you break it into, like, fractions or whatever, you can't even get to one. Yeah. <laughs> so that's back to your perfection thing. Perfection equals infinity. And unless you have infinity, you don't have perfection. Yeah. Because whenever you're going for perfection, you focus on it, right? Yeah. And what are you doing with focus? You're, you're giving your time towards something. You could go and look at a wall and you'd be like, man, that's a perfect wall. But the more that you sit there and you spend time looking at it, yeah. you're that's always going to dial in even more and more. And you're going to get to the micrometer of millimeter of what it is. And so it's really a time game. And that's what design is, right? The more time that you give me to be able to work on this thing, the, the better the product's going to be. And I, I feel like that's been lost. I feel like we're in the microwave society. Let's go. It's back to the car thing. Like yeah. everything has to happen right Quicker. now. You're right. And that's what design affords you is, is, is the ability to have something that's nice. And if you don't give the time, you don't allocate that time towards it and take the pause in that moment before it becomes a reality. It's a, it's an, it's an issue. You're very, you're good at, uh, knowing when to stop. No, no, <laughs> I'm not, that was my, I was getting that. Like you have a goal and like you want to, you're, I got to get it. I got to get it. I'm always pushing. And I'm always, like, I love how you push me, but I'm, like, holding you back. <laughs> like, I'm not the I don't one. Think that. I don't feel that at all. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, 
sometimes I want you wonder like what are you doing there's different circumstances in life obviously where you're we're different you know that's a good question what pushes you? opportunity just opportunity well no I mean because what like there's nothing better to me like well there's there's a couple of highs that you get like whether um, it has to do with design, art, or something, and it's something that inspires me, that gets me going. And then there's also, when you're designing something and you're like really, you know, dialed in, and you're just like, man, look at, I got this, I got that, and it's coming together. There's some, I know it's pride, but it's exciting. Like what you, what, what pushed, if that didn't, if I didn't have that to push me, I wouldn't work out. Right, because that I think that's something that's just kind of internal, right? I mean, the drive. The do you have? You, I think you have to have that internal drive to push the envelope, to push beyond what you're capable of, and kind of push push boundaries. I mean, not everybody has that. I well, mean, we not everybody either are uh, big thinkers either. Like you guys are big thinkers. I'm a I'm a fucking battery. I'm a battery, and I, I need to be recharged, and I need to be sure. around things that are around me that are giving me back that energy that I can then form and then push towards something. And if I don't have that, then I, 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 that, that's the way I operate. I, I, if I don't have that, Agreed. then I can't, I can't do that. You need to have something so, that gives it to you. Yeah, There's lots think, of ways to get it, but to, you know, other people. Uh, but this right here, this is what, in your what you're saying, this is what recharges my battery and kind of reinvigorates my my passion, is being together with like-minded people who are equally passionate. It's it's like when you go to the gym and you have a workout partner. Do you want a Do you want somebody who's gonna gonna hold you back, or do you want somebody who's gonna push you? Right. You 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 have that. I guess you have something to aspire. Yes. To and yeah. and so you try to surround yourself with people who are better than you or smarter than you or that, and you and, and you're like man that's you know. a good point you know what I mean no no that's a good now, I'm not point. probably not articulating it as well no you're as, that's I think that's dead on to having people that not only you want to be able to feed off them too what they give right so that helps you the uh, ideas that you're able to talk about or the ideas that oh that's what I mean by the big thinkers you're thinking differently. Thinking about different ways of doing things. Thinking about thinking outside the box. Thinking outside the box. Thinking of. I think that's what I like most about the construction side of things is you have to you have to adapt. You have to be an outside of the box thinker because if you get in this rut where you just know it has to be one way, you're gonna you're gonna have problems. You're, you're you know you have to be able to come into a situation and say okay well how how are we gonna solve this how are we going to get our you know mental gymnastics yeah mental gymnastics i mean however you want to put it but it's um you know how, how are we going to work through this in a way that's it's going to achieve the the wanted outcome right whether that's a certain aesthetic you know talking about design really you're trying to achieve the overall design but there's other parameters like budget and materials and mm -hmm. and, and the actual labor that the people performing the work you have to look at all of those parameters and, and figure out the best way to go about doing something that's going to achieve the, the most excellent outcome. And it's a puzzle. It's a giant, a puzzle. it's a giant freaking puzzle. 
and it's challenging and Isn't it's those fun. pieces to fit right versus jamming them in there is a big, a big, uh, it's effort. And schedule. Know? Sorry, Ed. <laughs> it's time bound. It's time oriented. You can't just sit there forever. You got to make a decision. You got to move forward. You only have a certain amount of money to do it. Well, that goes back to the perfect thing. Sure, okay. You can't take all that time trying to make everything perfect and won't get anything done. Well, yeah. It's paralysis. It's shutting down. It's turning down all those knobs in your head and just looking at it and thinking like, all right, here's here's what we got to do and focus on on where on how you're going to make that happen. If you just sit there and you look at it, and I guess that's, there's, a two, there's two types of people, right? It's like one's going to be like, oh, I'm going to go in and look at the schedule and the laborers, and then we're going to. Then there's the other person that's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to figure out how to make this thing happen. But I think that's that's what's great about being able to work with a team is because everybody's good at something. True. Everybody's not. Everybody, you know, no, no one person is good. good. No right. one yeah. person is good at everything. Yeah, three. But when you combine everybody's expertise, like somebody's probably really good at stacking trades and, and driving the schedule and, and whatnot. But and you might have another person who really has an eye for design, and you might have another person who's who's just a people person and, and want to make sure everybody's happy. And, well, and you put all that together, and what do you get? You know, you're you're all working towards the same goal, and I think that's that's the recipe for success. That's the recipe to achieve excellence is, is having a, a lot of a, a team, you know, that, that you. well, that's a good too to have the team that you can bounce off too, because sometimes in your own little world, um, you start questioning yourself and you get paralysis that way. And you're like, Oh, is this right? Is this going to work? Like you can start like, it's almost like you cripple yourself. Well, I saw another thing the other day. I think my boss sent it to me. Um, it's, there are people who, there are people who get things done, yep. or there are people who make things happen. Yep. There are people who watch things happen, and, and then there are people who, um, oh, I'm butchering it. I know I'm butchering it. <laughs> um, Thinkers? Um, no, I, 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 need to, I need to find, find it. Because yeah. I, I know I'm butchering it, but. Um, when I worked for Rock Hill, I learned that like, the super, super smart people were thinkers. And they could come up with 10 different ways to do something but they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Where you had to have the people that do yeah. to be able to... Right, 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 right. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. There are people who make <laughs> things happen. Oh, my gosh. There are people who make things happen. There are people who watch things happen, and there are people who wonder what happened. <laughs> that's a good one. To be successful, you need to be the person who makes things happen. It's true. And that's by James... What is that? James A. Level? But anyway, he sent that to everybody, and I thought that was, that was kind of interesting, because, yeah, you definitely... You, you, you got to be the person that makes things happen. You can't be scared. Yeah, you yeah. can't be scared of making mistakes. You just got to. You, you're you good at. I, what I really appreciate working with you, Lonnie, is like you see the idea and you still push it. Where like some people are like, they Thanks, see the Lonnie. idea and they're like, we can't do that. That's never been done before. But Lonnie's like, no, we're going to do that and we're going to put something on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> and there might be problems. There might be some headaches. Of or course, hiccups. but that's that's what I'm talking but about. At you least gotta, you're you got to adapt and and yes, and find ways to move on. I mean, the three of us are by far not mediocre. We're always wanting to wanting more. Well, you got your words. You're good. He's prepared, man. He is. I I, I, I wish okay. I could. You got three words. I brought three words. And you, you brought one. Up, I only brought one. That was a good one. You didn't even write them out. You I didn't even come up with it. Up. My daughter came up with it. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I don't well, even have a word. Before we so. leave empathy, how do you balance? You're trying to have the empathy for design where it's not your project. 
because when it's it's not your home, right? Like, how do you balance it? How do you balance empathy? What do you mean? Versus design, meaning that like you've got to put yourself in their shoes. It's for them. How do you balance? Like, let's say, for example, they don't want you to push it, but you want it to be better for them. It'd be like your parents. Like, they so you say, hang on, hang on. You, you said you don't want that. You they don't want you to push it, meaning you don't. They're they're fine with the mediocre. They're fine. With the, so they're very budget conscious. Is that uh, what you're saying? Might not even budget conscious. I have one right now. It's not budget conscious at all. They, I'm just trying to clarify. I mean, when you say push it, in in what aspect are you saying? Design, push like give you something different or something that will be better, that is unique to them or that is part of them. Like, how do you, where do you balance? I guess what I'm saying, the, the fight in your head. Yeah. When it's, you've got to balance, it's not all about you, it's their home, it's about them, so how do you get the empathy? Shut yourself up in your head. Yeah. Listen. You have to listen. Let, you have that, to that's what you said earlier, listen. You have to, yeah, you can't, you succumb to, you take all the training that you've done and the experience that you have and you solve their unique problem. What you call it, project with the big, well, it's both of you. Right, I think the big brick open. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the one I over think that is pushing like design, Travis. and you are giving them. And this probably is Trump's all about. Wall. They called it Trump's wall. No, oh, sorry, that's what they called it. Who did? Are you kidding me? There's a big hole. In well, there. some could... irony in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of holes. Damn it. Sorry, that's yeah. you know, hate to be. What about that. it? I was just saying that's that's what they called. <laughs> you you talk. It's your design. You talk about it. But... But I don't think it was the clients. I think you weren't doing anything with the clients. But I think on uh, well, they didn't. They, they didn't want it, it right? Or no, they did. Because otherwise, we wouldn't have it. Because okay. the 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 I budget, sell the, shit the budget out of it. I mean, people. It's a, a, the, I don't know, thirty thousand dollar whatever yeah. thing to be able to tack onto this building and say, this is where my line stopped on the page, and this is where this thing goes, and this is this and is there, what it is. There, not everybody sees the beauty in the structure. They don't understand the why, right? Yeah. So well, they don't understand the. Describe to everybody kind of what we're talking about. We're kind of talking about this va- this wall. I mean, what? There's so, this per- so there's this mark. This is your design. I mean, it was a house that you designed for a couple over off Lake Travis. It's it was what like 2,500 square feet. It wasn't it wasn't a massive house. Well, I don't even think it was that. 20, 2,200, 20, 20, 20, whatever. 2,100. So you had the house, and then kind of coming off of the front of the house was just this brick wall. I mean, well, it, no, it back up. It went through yeah. the house, and so it was like a continuation. And to make it not just a solid wall, he put a hole in it to add another part of space. Right, it kind of view of beyond. So, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it started out as you draw. We're drawing. We're trying to figure yeah. out how this thing sites well on the, the lot, capturing views, uh, its orientation to what the sun is, uh, where where we put it on the lot. And so, in drawing it, we kept on having this this knuckle, this pinwheel of where all this organization happens. On that line. And uh, yeah. there was a, an interior moment that uh, that defined uh, public and private spaces. And when drawing it, I kept on drawing a line that happened outside of the building footprint. And uh, I, I struggled with it and I, I kept pushing it. And uh, eventually uh, that line existed no longer on the page. It existed in the field where it's a big brick wall with stacked bond bricks where it's got this punch out opening. and. It has some functional aspects to it. You can you can drive and you can park next. You can park next to it. It uh it conceals uh, the it mechanical divides, equipment. It's still open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was a moment of uh, 
realizing I, that this is a good scenario and, and anybody else would just say just nix the thing but right after it was why built, is that going out into the landscape they don't understand the art of it which right. i think tried to, that, somebody tried to make that happen right just delete it because it was unnecessary cost right. or whatever and trying to Looking at budget constraints, it was like, well, you could probably cut this, and, and you kind of stuck to it and said, no, yeah. this it's is the, part of it's we're the doing nose this. of the face. It's the yeah. but the clients like, were on board. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. They, uh, we're fortunate. They were definitely they loved your design, and and they saw the value in that. And and sometimes they was, can't. That's maybe that's my point. Sometimes they can't understand what we're doing and don't see it, but you have to do it, and then they appreciate it. I guess maybe that's what I'm saying. The balance of uh, me being selfish to make something. Like one thing about that wall that most people don't understand about for me for architecture is they see four walls. I don't see four walls. I don't see the house as an object. I see the house, like you could say, like I like to think of it like a verb where you experience it. And you made a different experience. Yeah. And being able, I love a house or a courtyard or the house creates spaces even outside just as much as it's creating inside. Yeah. You know, so like that was what that did. It actually touched on the outside. If you look at even uh, some of those villas and stuff, sometimes they would just have those walls go 50 feet, you know, just to, to tie to the landscape, you know? Like, I think there's beauty in that. And I know that that goes back to there's not the function, right? I mean, the function is the beauty. Like, why can't the function Our job is to make things beautiful. <laughs> Otherwise, they would just go buy a, a fucking plan out of a 5,000 square foot thing on a, a shelf at a grocery store like yeah. people don't come to us to like find the most you know logical thing they they come to us because they they know that they, they have this undesirable un, unfulfilled thing where they want to have their beauty in, in their thing but see that was my point earlier project is you 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 have to be empathetic and and take what they want but they're also coming to you for a As reason expert, yeah. because you're the expert or the creative or they've they've seen projects that you've Designed before, and they say, you know, I really want that, and that's like, I, I don't know how to express in three dimensions what it is I'm looking for, but I trust you because I've seen what what you've designed in the past, and so I'm coming to you as the expert to to take my thoughts and feelings and transform that into some three dimensional piece of art that we can live in. I think working with you on your house, well, of course, I think you were very much that way, right? Demanding? No, like open, oh. like trust. Oh, for sure. Um, so that was very gratifying. But at the same time, uh, there were times when I'd be like, man, I don't want to do this whole thing down here. I, I don't want this thing here. Like, and I remember one time we changed where we put, instead of the bedrooms being low, we did them up high. Uh -huh. And I'm like, this is good. And you're like, no, we're going to put it back down. I'm like, dude, like, that's what I mean. And that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Like, how do you deal with those? I, like, I, I'm taking my personal. I wanted. I think you actually designed it up there originally that way, with the bedrooms that were up on top. Which uh, house? On his. Oh yeah. yeah. And stack them in the canopy. And, and uh, I really liked. It was unique going down the hill, but it also got lost. Like the architecture, it had a moment. I actually. But I stole your. What? Uh, the you know your box, right? I yeah. love. I, I love this. <laughs> so I took oh, that on this project. It was a concept project that Driftwood for some, the the developer, or whatever. And uh, I took, so you got the house mm -hmm. down here, and I put that box on the top, and you walked in, and the stairs went up to it, and it was there's a vineyard out the back. Yeah. So that was the wine party room yeah. up there. 
the hangout. This is where you entertain up there because you see the vineyard. Uh -huh. And I was so excited. And we were showing it to the people at Driftwood or whatever. It's this, uh, they're like, I don't know who designed this, but you can't walk in a house and just go upstairs. That's just like the word. That's 101. That will never sell. Remember that one house? Yeah, we couldn't sell that house. I'm just like, what do you know? Yeah. Like, I'm setting up the moment. Of course, I got to move it. Right. I moved it. But I didn't want to. And but it wasn't even their house. I think the last point I want to make is that you, you brought up empathy. But I think with that and in, in what you're, you're saying about, you know, I, I want to make this, you know, I want to make this mine, you know. But yeah. I, I think that tension there between what the client wants and what you want is what makes it better. Is well, I think it's necessary. Yeah. You need the constraint too. Because I think through that that tension is what sparks creativity. Better stuff. If you if you had if you literally had no parameters and you could if you had a wide open field and you could design whatever you want, you could probably design something really cool. But let's say now you add in oh well, it's a, it's a sloping lot, it's it's tight. You, you know, need context. I 100. And they have certain parameters that they need. To, I think it sparks something that's a little bit more. It, it, that brings about the out of the box thinking and having to fit these parameters. And I think that that's what makes things that okay. that brings about more creativity. Uh, Mark, what what word did you have? You had three. You had but, three. I want to hear them. What, okay. I, I'm gonna end the empathy thing. Okay, you end the empathy. <laughs> thing. Yeah, I probably didn't yeah. end it on a good. I'm though. sorry. What, what, no, no, I thought about that. Just what I was gonna say like. One of my favorite lyrics of all time says, uh, what good is one wind chime hanging all alone? It's a sound our collisions make. It's the, if, if we're out there as individuals, just bulldog in this scenario, and we don't have this culture, this pairing, this conversation, this drawdown of, of thoughts and ideas and the evolution and the, the new idea that generates off of it. Like, what are we? We, yeah. we can't work in these vacuums. So. I think that it, it would have an empathy is uh, to, to hear. That's, that's what I Listen, think. Well said. This is very beautiful and poetic. Shut He's up. Good. Shut up. He's so good. That's why we brought you. I got, so I, 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 that's why I love you, Mark. I got three. I'm going to go with responsibility. Responsibility Whoa. is my word. That's almost close to the empathy. Yeah. yeah. It's your responsibility to listen. But are we doing design? I just came with the word. Okay, so let's... Because don't you think it's your responsibility to do the better design? <laughs> I pulled it back in, sorry. Well, I don't know. Because why are they hiring you? Okay, but <laughs> I think it's also your responsibility to be good stewards of their money. Oh, I have no problem with that. I would. I could do something with cheaper material. I'm good. Yeah. I would take. I would take asphalt shingle walls. Well, I'm just saying. I, I think would it, take. To, I mean, there's ways to still create beauty. It doesn't have to be rich <laughs> materials. I don't know. Mark, this house costs so much. Yeah. It's dumb. It's dumb money. Like, just outside of even, like, architecture, like, life's about responsibility and, 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 and making sure that you're... As a human being? You're focusing on the right things. Yeah. How like, you provide for society? Or just taking the trash out. I don't yeah. know. Like, no. It's so... It's so that's rudimentary and fundamental and I don't think that yeah there's much focus on responsibility um, I it needs that, to be more I think that yeah we could all be a little more responsible with our relationships with our time with uh, how we how we treat the most vulnerable like I, I think that 
we as people have gotten a little less responsible. It feels like the world's getting lax, which you know, I'm all for, but it feels like we, in some ways, have lost responsibility of, you know. Taking care of each other? This direction, yeah. This direction that we're collectively I, heading. Well, I think we're bad communicators, that's given. Communication's difficult. Yeah, because we all see things differently. But you gotta hear. You gotta hear. To You're communicate right. is not just out, it's in too. You're right. Uh, True. But hearing good things help too. I have responsibilities to my family that crippled me. And I don't hold that against my family. That's just. That's the way the situation that's is. That's the way yeah. it is. I'm not trying, I don't mean to bring that into that badness. I'm not trying to say that. I'm not holding that up hostage. It's, but I would love to not think about it and we just go. Do you know what I mean? I think another hat to wear in that scenario is that I'm know, chicken. Um, is that uh, is that not being responsible because I'm chicken? I don't think that has to do with being responsible or not. Because you're making a you're making scared. an action. I'm, I'm taking an action. I know, but I'm fearful. Something. Like, let's say you're well, fearful. Let's fearful. say that it's responsible for me to go over there and help that person that's getting beat up, right? But I'm fearful. Then otherwise worrying about myself, maybe, where I shouldn't be. I should be more responsible and take action. I don't know how you relate that to design, but <laughs> I was just trying to put a different scenario there. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Are you fearful? Everybody's fearful. I mean, right? Is fear a weakness? I think it's a... It's a mechanism that... It's a protective mechanism. Protect, yeah. I don't... It, yeah, I don't think fear is a weakness. I think it's a tool. It could be a... I mean, you could use fear in a positive way. I guess what I'm saying is that keep you from being responsible. <clears throat> I think it depends on the context. True. I mean, if we're talking about responsibility in, in design or, or construction for that matter, depending on the circumstance, I don't know if that's, uh, it's hard to say whether that's good or bad to be fearful. On your responsibleness on design, do you find yourself, um, or do you find yourself second guessing what that responsibility is? Like what yeah. goal that might be? Especially now, like I'm more of a project manager. I've had two superintendents quit, and so now I'm on the, in the field. And so, you know, I've I've caught myself starting like to be more dictated by budget schedule, uh, maintaining those two things. And I, I forget like why I went to architecture school to begin with. Like what what these things that I am good at, problem solving and design. Yeah. And I forget that my responsibility is to make this world a better and more beautiful place. That's that's my A101. Like that's why I wake up. That's that's why I'm inspired here. You. This is that's why some gets you excited. Larger, you know, the supreme being put me here. That that's 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 my job. And I feel like it's it's hard to be responsible because it takes a tremendous amount of focus. Like you have to identify what the what you're doing and and, and why you're doing it. And maintain that goal and it's so hard with everything going on in life personal work yeah, everything sure. to just maintain that focus so it's responsibility so has something smooth. to do with like, very good and sweet 291 small batch colorado bourbon oh yeah finished with aspen wood staves you also take steps to make it's very good yourself better i don't right? i never stop yeah i never stop like it, sometimes that's not that's not it's not good. Like it's like a to to an end. It's a it's a it's exhausting for some people. Like, but you can't. I've lost like really you, good friends over just like this. Your passion. I, I just I have this drive and it's it's 
it's it's it's hard for some people and it's hard for me to turn off mark I, I just can't i really can't but if you stop improving you're dead i mean what's the point of doing anything if you're not gonna well i think you get complacent yeah which is that's the hard part because you could be comfortable in complacency but if you're not being responsible like what mark's saying if you're not uh, like you gotta be givers, right? I'm all about the giving. And you're giving yeah. of yourself, aren't you? Like you're giving of yourself to do this, to make it what you believe is the responsibility to do these great designs. My skills are a gift, and to give that to somebody True. Is, is awesome. It's, it's wonderful that these people are paying millions of dollars <sighs> for, for all of us to stand there one day and look at this idea that I have. There's nothing that's more satisfying like there's nothing I can't imagine another job that would be it is. as powerful and as as awesome as what what we do. It's it's incredible. One beautiful thing about Austin, for being as small as it is and the place that it is, it has some really good architects. It's a it's a pool of, of talent. Good talent, I think. Well, to expand on what you said, Mark, um, about you know ha having gifts. Um, from a Christian perspective, you, you're you're given these gifts, and I think it's res the responsible thing to do is to use the gifts that God gave you in a way that's honorable to Him. You know, I think For we're sure. talking about using your gifts to benefit others, which is I think you can take it out of a really, really which I think, application too, and just like be, do what you're good at, like kind of thing. It's, I think it's don't don't abuse what He gave you, whether whether it's or, God or not use what He gave you. I don't think you, I think the irresponsible thing to do is to not use the gifts that you were given. I, how about this gift that you know, or I, I think I know, <laughs> you know what yours is. Imagine if you didn't know. I can't believe a life would not know. I was talking with your wife before you showed up, Shelly, about like your son trying to be able to figure out like he wants to be an engineer. He, he doesn't know. He's good at that, yeah. but he doesn't know. And it's like, we're asking 18 year olds. What do you want to do for the rest of your life? Yeah, I'm so fortunate that I got exposure into design early on and knew that, hey, baby, this is what I'm signing up for. Or you went down a path and you liked it. Right. Because even school may be great and you get to the real world. Yeah. And you're, it's not I, the I same. A, I had a friend obviously. that went through biomedical engineering and then she went out to be to work to do a residency. And like one of the first things I had to do was like crack a bone of, <laughs> a, of a rat. And so she just went through, dominated school, got a full ride, all this stuff. She figured out at the end of the day when she was like setting up to be able to make this her career. I can't do this kind of stuff. Oh. And so, yeah, to, to your point, like it's uh, it's a shot in the dark. And yeah, my my dartboard hit a bullseye, but it's uh, not everybody's. I guess that their responsibility changes whenever their career path changes. And maybe you know God put things in front of me to help find that path. And sometimes you. Take it, you know, we all have the choices that you were making saying earlier, and we like go down a different fork, and then we're like lost, you know. Like, I struggled probably early on in school, and my mom would put me in things to try to find other avenues. Uh, sports was one of them for sure, um, and then you know, doing a little art class here, or a little project class here, like, helped interest, right. Like, it's not like I became an artist, but I found 
a path that works. Do you think that was exposure that made that happen? Or do you think that you were always that and she just put you in so many different scenarios that it eventually, it shook out. All right, this is what I want to do. I mean, I forced, I could try to be something that I want them to be for <laughs> sure. But, uh, well, like for example, Ellie, I don't know that she knew what she wanted to do. And we happened to be in Kansas City on vacation going to some galleries and she was excited about that and then we went to the Kansas City Art School there, little campus and we walk in and they're like, yeah, you can have a tour. And she got all excited. She wanted to paint. But what clicked for her to go like, maybe we grab a <clears throat> design. Oh, that could have been me. Sure. I don't that, think it's so cut and dry either. I don't think no. that we wake up and it's this way today and then I'll wake up 10 years and it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, I think true. we're these morphing things Changing. that life treats us differently. Situations change. We get exposures <laughs> to other things. We get tired of other things. Like we're not we're not the same people that we are uh, day over day, especially decades over, over decades. I don't know the architect. It was on a podcast and he was talking about all these people. They come to me and they want a job. And they talk about how passionate they are about architecture, design. And he's like, I don't care if you're passionate or not. If you got no talent, I don't need you. He goes, I got passions. I love film, but I'm not a filmmaker. <laughs> I, I'm really into film. I like study it. I look at it. I watch it. I, but that's a hobby. Maybe you found your passion of a hobby, but you didn't find your passion <laughs> of a career. What happens when you hit that block, huh? Passion isn't everything, I guess, is what yeah. I'm saying. Obviously, it'd be gifted. Back to what you're I kind of have, have the opposite view. Of I hobby? Mean, well, no, I mean... Gift? Money. You get a guy that's out there that's like, I'll pour your foundation, man. I love concrete. Like, like I play with concrete whenever I'm done. And then you go out there and all the ties are off. The plumbing's off. Like, Plumbing. if he's not good at it, then you have to... You have to take the dog behind the shed and shoot it. Like, you can't, you can't allow that thing to happen, man. Like, you can't... I, I get what you're saying, but I guess from my perspective is you can't teach passion. You True. can you can teach skills and you can you can learn. you can learn. You might have somebody who's who's really not good at something, but they can they can learn how to be good at it. But it, but if help? they're if they're doing a job that they're not passionate about, then they'll never ever learn to be good at it because they're not passionate about it. You're saying so, you're all you're really saying though you just need both. Well, you do need both, but I think it it, I, I think it goes hand in hand, but I, I'm I'm on the flip side that I think passion is more important than skill, because skill you can learn, you can you can learn a new skill, you can learn to do a certain skill even better, but if you're not passionate about it, you can't teach somebody passion. I grew up that you could do anything. My parents, they're my mom, right? And I learned. I remember like even like, I, that's a positive attitude, so that kind of gets you thinking you can do anything. And I remember there was like somebody was saying something about the Olympics and figure skaters, and I was just and they're like, your body's not fit to do that. You were not. God didn't make you that. What? I don't care how passionate you are about it. You can't do it. So the gift that He gives you, I think, is stronger than the passion. You just hope you have the passion that you'll. The passion is what motivates you. How unfair of a life would it have been if Hulk Hogan wanted to be a ballerina and everybody just kept telling him? <laughs> Go get it, Hulk. Go, go get that. Go get that thing. And he just keeps failing, and he can never do this stuff. Like I hope you have to be failing. honest. In, Yo, you have to be honest. You yeah. have to be. 
Okay. Responsible and honesty of of. I I agree. I, with passion is very yeah, important. No, I, I no, I see y'all's points too. I I I, I agree with that. I I, I don't know. I Another think, way to look at it is the tax guy. I was like losing money, and I had a tax person for like my side jobs and stuff. And started doing that. He goes, you know, when you have enough losses over a certain amount of years. The government sees that as a hobby, not a job. So quit. You can't be asking the Ouch. government for money. <laughs> a hobby is a weird thing, though, because, like, is a hobby what you always want to do? A hobby is a thing where you can bail at it miserably and it not affect your finances. That's the way I look at a hobby. Oh. Well, that's, yeah. I used to make Ellie, she wasn't allowed to sit in front of the TV or the computer unless she was doing something else. Until this day, she is, like, good at it. Right, she'll crochet. She'll do other things. But it's actually kind of fascinating. That was actually a good thing I yeah. worked with her. Now the other kids don't. But, <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think that's pretty good? I, I think to go... to Yeah, no, I do. I agree. I, I think passion and skill goes hand in hand. But I think the, the thing is you got to take whatever your passion is and become skillful at it. Maybe, maybe that's a, a, a could, different way of saying it. You always could, uh, I'm, I know I'm not even close to being a, you know, like, I love that there's other people out there that are better to inspire me, right? So that's where I can hone my skill to get to it. But I have to have some skill to be able to tap into it. Yeah. I had a friend in undergrad that was an incredible illustrator, Josh Hallett. Uh, Shout out, Josh. Yeah, Josh. I'll send this to you. Yeah, Josh. He <laughs> uh, would just sit there in like classes and just draw and the most beautiful drawings, but he had to go somewhere else to be able to, to use that skill set to, to do this other thing. And he, he was passionate about architecture too, but um, I don't know. I don't think that it's hand, I don't think that passion and talent go hand in hand like i don't think that i think you can have talent in something well i didn't say talent i said skill passion and skill but we were you're, you're, you were saying yes. that you could not like you could have passion in something but have no skill and you got to take the dog behind the shed and shoot it yeah uh, that's what you're saying we weren't saying passion yes, and, but no passion that's what I, that's what I, we weren't talking about talent we were talking about skill but we were talking talent, about talent is also another thing you can't teach you can't teach somebody a talent you're yeah. either talented or you're not which is the same as gift which same thing is a pat yeah same thing as gift gift is where we were yeah. sure so, so yeah I, I, I didn't say talent i, I said Sorry. skill skill you can you can learn skill you can become proficient at whatever skill you want to be not but, i wouldn't say you can become proficient it might take longer well okay whatever better at it it just take more time okay but eventually you could become proficient at it and how, how much time do you, do you really want to put into that? it? Do you really, really think that anybody can do anything? Do you really, really think that? You yeah, are you asking? I can't see you through your sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. You're looking at me? Yeah, you're looking at me. Who are you looking at? Do you think that anybody no, can someone else here? No, I don't think... You, I, I think it's a good concept to teach children. All right, when they're a kid, you say, you can be whatever you want to be, which is true. You can be whatever you want to be. But I think at a certain point, you, you can be whatever you want to be, but you can't be everything. Okay, so you got to pick something, and I think that thing you pick is based on whatever it is you're passionate about. Yeah, got you. Y'all are, y'all are No, well, here goes, here goes. <laughs> no, y'all don't agree. Okay. Uh, you're not all construction. No. Which I think, I'm not all architecture. 
Right. We're, we're both have a balance where we might be stronger in one the other, but you have an artistic, yeah. you're not just like, oh, here's the plane. We've got to do it like this. Like you're experimental. You're, you're creative. You're able to look at ways that it could, you, I mean, and it, that's another thing to be said, but the design doesn't stop that drawing. It's got to, someone's got to figure it out still. There's still, somebody's got to figure out how to build the darn thing. Yeah. And, and you can draw to figure out how to build it. But there's always something that has, that's not, you know what I mean? There's parts. It's, it's all theoretical until, until the rubber the meets the road, yeah, yeah. until you start nailing boards together. It's all theory. You don't know what the hell's going to happen until you start building it and you get out there and you realize like, ah, oh, well, okay, we got to, it might be minor, you know, well, this, this, this plumbing vent didn't end up right where it's supposed to. So we got to shift this wall over a little bit. That's a minor change. It's not going to kill everything. Or, you know, there might be some other constraint that, that just, comes out you know as you're building it and you, you gotta adjust as you go and what's your your word though was what was from your buddy my buddy the uh we all have choices that's more than one word i know but <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean sure we can unless you want to have a word uh passion there you go we we'll to come back there we'll, we'll circle back around to passion i i do think passion is what probably pushes me but you can find passion in different things maybe that's the difference right yeah mark do you think you find passion in different things that's not what your gift is i'm passionate about art but i'm not an artist yeah i'm passionate about film passionate about food. I'm a, I'm, actually i guess the passion is related to what i do though it's just not that specific i'm i'm passionate about anything design but that passion is what led you into the career that you're in now, right? Yeah. Okay, well, that's kind of, that's kind of the point I was getting Does at. passion push you to that career? Like you experiment? Like, hey, I have a passion over here for this. This is fun. I mean, you want to monetize what you're good at. And like what you're, well, well, what you're good at, but what you what Monetize you like. is, that's society. Right? Buddy, at the that's end of the life, day, man. <laughs> that's not just society. Family. You got to... No, but you could... You can live off less and do whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on what your goals are. You just are. want too yeah, much. There you go. That's it. That's it. You could be a. I think that's what's wrong today. People want. If if my goal was to just live off of whatever I could hold in my backpack, then yeah, I could probably live off less. But that was never my goal. I wanted a wife and kids. I, I had always wanted to be a dad, and I love being a dad. That's my passion. At the end of the day, what I do. You know, my family is my passion, but what I do at, to provide an income, I, I also, I'm, I'm passionate about that as well. Here's an interesting one. So to your point, yeah, you can have more than one passion. That's true. Okay. So on the whole family thing, obviously I was, I'm different than my wife and she's, the, our families are different to us. And uh, I read something where when you leave or grow up or whatever you move on to like your kids are going to move on we're not going to be your family anymore they're your family i guess the unique thing they're your blood but they do move on like my kids are leaving well, as they should <laughs> yeah they should i mean that's your but then they're not my family anymore they no they're still your family yeah, what are you talking about but they're, not. they're still well they are they your role as a dad is to <laughs> Your role it's, is to prepare them to go off 
into the world. It's the Eames power of ten. And do their own. One day you're going to move on, and it's going to be in a literal sense. You're going to be, you're going to be a tree. You're going to be a, a chipmunk. You're going to be some physical embodiment here on on Earth. Definitely and, a chipmunk. Okay, back to design. The power of ten, and <laughs> uh, this is all over my head now. Sorry. No, well, show it to them. Eames and. Eames and no, but what's so amazing about it is that they were so simple, and they this was way ahead of their time, don't you think? Like if you did that now, it'd be easy. They did this a long time ago. Mind blowing. It's mind blowing when they did it. It's weird that they were able to think the creativity that they had and the givers that they were. Like they, their idea was for the masses. Design is for everyone. Like that's pretty special. That's harder to find today. Anyways, it's this. Uh, it's. it's yeah, I think it's. About? I think it's in the park by the um, the arch, and there's Call, a person out in the out on the field laying on, a on, blanket, a, on a blanket, having a picnic. They're sitting there. Starts leaving. Camera starts leaving. Every powers of ten. Then you see the park. Then you see Austin. Then you see Texas. Then you see the world. Then you see the, the space. You Call see. It. The planets. Yeah. Then you see, and it goes all the way out. Then it comes back down to these people. Okay. Then it goes in, and it looks at the very looks at your skin, and it goes into your cells. on particle that's in the inside of us, and that's sure. like, yeah. Was that for exposition? What were we talking about then? No well, design. You, the the creativity of that idea. He, he was so attached to his child, and then they leave the nucleus family, and then they start their own family, and they go on, and they. He is half of what their genetic biome is, and they're they're going in, and they're going to push that until forever, forever yeah. and ever and ever. And it goes the and other it, way before me. And it goes before you. And yeah. you, we're just it's this moment. It's this, this idea of time, this idea of concept yeah. of of scale of things that you, you're you're How talking about something that's so attached right now, but there's more before it and more well, after it. How come we don't do more with time with design? What's the iteration of the embodiment of time in architecture? Well, I think it could be. Theoretical or uh, physical, like like mashing up of multi generational living, or are you saying like that an actual too. that like, yes, like or that would be the physical or you, physical would also be like the house transforming, like the, you measure your kid in the door frame, they get bigger, and we measure you and you get shorter, like that's true. Isn't like the show, they're showing what what does that mean? What is the what does time and building mean in the theoretical sense, like all that you bring to it from the past and then all that's going to bring forward to the future that's the concept of time in the space or in the physical sense the either what you're saying multi-generational or the house you know is it's like a you know the pop-up camper right it just Pops keeps up. growing yeah like you got more <laughs> another kid or another family grandparents come back whatever i think that's probably sad too we don't we no longer take in our elderly in our home. Our our cultures, other cultures are better. Yeah, I would say Asian, Mexican are better at taking care of the elderly that we're not. Definitely, we're we're a little. It's a little harder. Is that a societal change? Like what we've created in old folks' homes and everything else that we've created. Well. How do we want to sum this up? We have passion. We do. I did, uh, here you go. I think it's responsible. You're it's you're you're responsible 
to be empathetic, <laughs> which creates your passion. You're responsible. That's your job. To be empathetic. You're responsible to have empathy, yeah. Which creates your passion. To use your gift. I might disagree. You like helping other people. Yeah. I, okay. Oh, what do you disagree? Sorry. No, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't. Not everybody's empathetic. I don't think I'm empathetic 100%. I'm also not self-aware 90% of the time. So that's a problem I have. That if you're, if you were, if you, which also makes me not being self-aware makes me not um, fearful or like I don't worry. About, there's things I don't have to worry about. If I'm, it, I'm not worried about trying to. I just do it because I, I think it's a, you know I just it's natural to do something good versus trying to do it for a reason. And then what's the other part of that? You tell me. Your word was empty. Come on, the dogs come up here. Mark was. Uh, What's going on, you little guy? Look at this little brown eyed, blue eyed, little hot mess right here. Hey, buddy. Been in the water? Mine was passion. I always was telling, and this isn't me, it was somebody else talking about this, but uh, we would tell the kids that it's others first. Be the last one on the bus, be look out for other people, whatever. And it was, it's very refreshing that my daughter came up with the word empathy. Because. No, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's a, a good testament to to you. No, not me. That, it's mom. I mean, there's a lot. There's not me. It's not just me. But, okay, the both of you. But Takes uh, two. Yeah. But, um, no, I agree. I, I was always taught that. You, uh, you know, you put others' needs before your own. Your needs will be taken care of, you know. But you, you, put, others, you put others before yourself. Um, yeah, I was talking to... My daughter about that the other day actually how old is she now a little over four she'll be five this year wow crazy crazy fast fast well yeah i think that was a good deep philosophical conversation about design and construction uh, well end on the note on construction because i love like what you were saying like it's not finished till you know the rubber hits the road I think that people forget that design doesn't stop, and you have to take the torch. Yeah, and I think that. that oh, here's uh, a good point on passion with you. Okay. You're so passionate about design, you're able to fulfill that dream to go forth. I think you're pretty good at that. Um, like some people can't see it, and some people don't want to do it. So you have a passion for that. Yeah. Construction's hard. <clears throat> yeah well it is and, and it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier it's construction is you know because you're, you're working within you got a lot of parameters you know you're, you're trying to build this this thing you're trying to make this come to life but you have all of these you have schedule budget quality you know there, there's all these these things that goes into it and you, and you have to you have to pay attention to all three you know, you, like I said, you can't just sit there forever thinking about mm -hmm. something. It, ha it has to be done in a timely manner. It has to be done well. It has to be performed well. And it also has to not break the budget. At the end of the day, you, you can't just 
blow the entire budget because either A, you did it wrong, or B, you, you had a thought and you want to, you know, take this idea and, and run with it and just go crazy. But, um, so you got, you're responsible to all three of those. And, uh, hey puppy. Um, so it's, it's a giant puzzle. You're, you're trying to find the, um, the most efficient way to do something that's going to yield the best result uh, and achieve the the architect's I actually think it's a, it should be a co-ownership, right? Do you think, Mark? Is it not? Yeah. We need to meld these worlds. It's, they've been trying to do them. Yeah. It's all my study material now to be able to put put these things back together where we're not architects sitting at a desk working for a paycheck to send a piece of paper out to the field to make yeah. the Bible to be able to do it. Like, and then constructor to be this guy and truck comes in. Protection of... Pushes around and does that. Yeah, there needs to be melding. And we're trying to get back to that. That's the good. way that a master builder once was, yeah. right? We, we changed. It's changed. And uh, it's hard because the thing, things have become litigious. But... Yeah, I think we need each other. I think that's a commonality of everything that we've been saying is that we need to be able to have those forces pulling and pushing on this idea to be able to make it uh, something that's real, tangible, and not uh, so pie in the sky. How's that changed for you from, and I'm not, I'm not saying anything was good or bad, but from Jenkins to where you are now? Good and bad. Um, like it's, I'm sure there's a lot of good in this. Probably some. It's you, you deal with the same challenges. Yeah. And that's probably, um, you know, it doesn't matter how much money a client can throw at a certain job. They all, every project deals with the same challenges. There's always going to be quality issues. There's always going to be schedule delays. There's always going to be, you know, problems with materials or there's, there's going to be, there's always going to be something. Those problems never go away. Uh, I, I think the biggest difference is just, you know, when you have those projects to just have more money to throw at things, there are, there are less barriers. You can, you can afford to get those trades that are true, just masters of their craft yeah. in every sense of the way, or, you know, every sense of the word. And, 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 you know, of course that, that yields a, a a more desirable outcome, you know, and that's and that's kind of what their their intent is. I mean, that's why they come to us. Um, I mean that that that's probably the biggest thing I've seen is just money does solve problems. <laughs> in, in some ways, yes. I mean, in some ways, yeah, there's no. Well, I don't know why we have to hide that. I don't know why we continue. No, to but they hide do that. create more sometimes. Problems. Expectations sure change. Expectations change, um, but yeah, I mean. In the construction world, yes, like I, I mean, you can say money solves more problems. It's it's not to say that, you know, like what I was saying before, you still deal with the same issues whether you're building a a, a ten thousand dollar house or a ten million dollar house. You deal with the same issues. Um, the scale just changes, I think. And and yeah, when you have more money to throw at it, you can, um, you know, either you can pour more resources into something to um, in, kind of shorten the schedule, you know, if, if that's really what, if they really want to fast track the project and, and money's not an issue, well, buddy, we can fast track this project and we can get it done quickly. It's hard though. Because we can it? throw a bunch of people at it. It's we hard have, though. Of course it's hard, but 
I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's easier just, said than done just throwing more people out, but there's people jumping over each other. It is hard. It, well, yeah, right? there's, there's a lot of logistical challenges that come with that. Um, you know, or if, hey, I, you know, I don't care how long it takes. I just want the absolute highest quality. Well, you know, we can do that too. But that also that costs a lot of money. And, you know, the more money you throw at it, the less barriers there are, I think. Do you have the fortunate ability to be developer? What's some of the advantages of that? Other, well, you have other problems too, of course, but actually you're doing, you are the master builder. You're doing the- Mark is super. the master yeah. builder. <laughs> you're doing the super, you're the, you guys are developers. The, the word re, uh, responsibility came back to me whenever, it originated whenever I went to Chicago mm-hmm. last week. You know, I was walking through a Louis Sullivan design building, looking at this, these artifacts and these, these moments of beauty that we, in a, in a previous life had done and we're still looking at them in awe and me realizing I'm out there in the field questioning whether this hole is six foot six or six foot eight inches deep acting like that's my like my deal like that that's what I am and you gotta well re- I'm responsible you gotta- for being able to make sure that that's done my real responsibility is to make sure at the end of the day that that, that thing that somebody hired me to do that I'm making something of beauty and I, I realized I had I, versus the six foot hole yeah like I so really you're saying when you're going back to your responsibility is you should be responsible for what you're gifted at and passionate about yeah. versus what you're not passionate about. And so in development, it's about making sure you maintain the focus and the goal, which is design professionals recapturing development and not prioritizing the thing for a dollar per square foot, which is a metric. Like we, There's money that's associated with this. We can't be naive and think that that doesn't happen. but. Uh, to make better spaces, more inclusive, more do better with less, don't overbuild, uh, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, that's what development's been thus far. I do think that this will go, like, there's plenty of smart people. Like, I'm not, people are geniuses. It's weird that we don't have information to make this better. To make a house better, to make a building better, to make a, you know what I mean? We're, some of it's we're stubborn, we, we do it this way, that's why we do it. <laughs> I think we'll get better with that with time, especially with all this data. I mean, Data's gonna, gonna change it all? Yeah. We're, it's, it's, do you guys have data? I mean, we use BIM, we use like oh, modeling yeah. software to figure out sun angles and efficiencies of walls and, um, I love the science behind it, but I'm not, framing techniques to sometimes I'm not smart enough. enough. I need some more help. Yeah. No, there's, we're definitely using data in the future. We'll, we'll use it more. Well, maybe that's a topic for another discussion, Jason. Um, but we appreciate, I, I appreciate both of y'all's time. And I think we had some, some good discussions today. And um, I definitely want to get you back on uh, in the future and, and kind of expound on some of these ideas. Um, but I think that's, that's a good place to end. And we can definitely pick up where we left off next time. Um, but I appreciate you guys. Thanks. All right. Take it easy. Thanks for listening.